0: About golf.
3: Well, we're waiting,
4: and it is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith in transit again.
5: Now I'm in transit, and I'm not going where I want to go. I'm now in the throes of leaving Colorado. At the time when no one wants to leave.
4: The leaves are turning. The the
5: the... trees are gorgeous. Mm. It is unstinking believable. Yeah. I am right now in Avon, Colorado, at the base of Beaver Creek Mountain. Just disgustingly beautiful. Yeah. If there is such a thing... That we well, can be disgusted by. The aspen trees are turning gold in patches all over the mountains.
3: Mm. It's
4: like New England. New England, yeah. they say Columbus Day is like the peak leaf looking season.
3: Ah. Yeah.
4: 10 days away. Okay. You know, one of the things about golf is the intimidation factor. It seems that every time you ask somebody who doesn't play golf why they don't play golf, they'll tell you hey, it's too expensive. They. Don't know how to do it. They don't know anybody who plays. They don't feel comfortable. Basically, yeah. what they're saying is they're intimidated by a lot of the factors surrounding golf. I mean, even going to a sure. golf course for the first time is intimidating.
5: Oh, there's no doubt. It's a it's a whole new world for a lot of people, and they just don't quite get what to do, how to do how to be in that environment. I feel that way when I go fishing or bowling Mm -hmm. or something along those lines because I know nothing. My most recent feeling of that was when I went to go mountain biking because I know nothing. I walk into a mountain bike store to talk to them about buying a mountain bike. And here I find that they're wildly expensive. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, you know, they're selling their demo bikes um at the end because now it's the end of their biking season or close to it. Yeah. And um, you know, their their sale is like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars for a bike.
3: I'm like <laughs> uh
4: I think not. I think the question (laughs) we need to ask before you commit that much money to a mountain bike as you're about to load up the truck and head on back to Indiana is will a mountain bike work on a flat surface? Those and other questions we are going to answer for you. It's kind of a primer, primer, whatever on how to approach golf uh, without the intimidation. When we come right back, we are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Do you love fall? I know I love fall. You know who doesn't love fall? Your crotch. That's who doesn't love fall because fall is chaos in your pants. You're overheating one second. You're freezing the next. You got to be ready for anything. And to do that, you need underwear that can handle everything, which means it's time for Tommy John underwear. In Tommy John underwear, you are that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Name a problem with other underwear? Tommy John has solved it. Their breathable, lightweight fabric has four times the stretch of competing brands. They come with a no-wedge guarantee, thanks to the non-rolling waistband and legs that never ride up. Plus, they feature a horizontal quick-draw fly. Hammock pouch support stops that awkward swing and slap. You know what I'm talking about, giving everyone something to be grateful for. You know what I need you to do right now? I need you to go to tommyjohn.com slash golf guys. Do it now. You'll get 20% off your first order. 20% off. It's at tommyjohn.com slash golf guys. All together now, tommyjohn.com slash golf guys. See site for details. We are here, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. You have done it many times. When you first started playing golf, you remember you drove into the parking lot of the golf course you were going to play at. You'd never been there before. You right. see the thing that says bag drop, but there's no bags on it, so what does that mean? What do you do? Do you go and park and, and carry your bags in or do you drop them off and then go park? Or do you go park and, and get your shoes on and your bags out and wait for someone to come pick you up? Because you see people getting rides to the clubhouse. When you get to the clubhouse, what do you do? Do you do you go right up and pay? Is someone gonna come and get you? They're gonna talk to you? I mean, there are just so many things that are confusing and intimidating and a lot of people who aren't with someone who knows exactly what to do are intimidated to the point where they may just say the hell with it get back in the car and go home
5: very true and sometimes the people that are with someone who have experienced that are intimidated by the players themselves that they're playing with yeah hopefully we can create in golf an environment that is easier and welcoming at the very front end. Yeah. Because you're right. There are so many things about this game that are brand new, that you don't know anything about anything. And every turn you make, every step you take in this new environment is, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Am I learning the right culture of this thing right away? Am I about to embarrass myself by wearing the wrong shoes or something to that effect?
4: Yeah, I mean, the, the the guys who walk in in the denim shorts and the T-shirt, and then they read the sign that must have a collared shirt, no denim. Uh, I, yeah. I, I've been to golf courses where signs in the parking lot or, or on the way to the clubhouse have signs that say no cargo shorts.
5: Yeah, particular style of that place, yeah. Right. but not as a theme in golf, but it's a theme in what level of club or golf course that you're looking for. Yeah, If you start out at the local municipal then those things are all okay, and that's a great place for every player to learn the culture Mm -hmm. of the game. Right. It's a great place to learn things about the game that are pretty important to us. So I'm a big fan of going to the right place to begin with because it makes it all more relaxed. Mm-hmm. because some of the places that people like to go to right away, you're going, oh, I heard this this golf course right here is supposed to be someplace good. All right, well, what does that mean? What does good mean? Does it mean intimidating? Does it mean too many rules? Does it mean, I don't know what good means to a ranked beginner. I have no idea. Which is why I mentioned what it's like to walk into a bike store. Yeah. <laughs> a mountain bike store.
4: Yeah, you walk into a, to a situation with which you have absolutely no familiarity, and it's intimidating to anybody. Yeah, it is
5: because you just don't know what you don't know. Right. So, you know, I talk to a lot of beginners because they ask me things because I'm a golf professional and a teacher, and 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 they ask me a lot of things. And many of the things that I talk about, you know, they're they're questioning. Like, well, wait a minute. Um, well, I don't get this or I don't get that. So I get an opportunity to really have a good conversation with people. And um, one of the things that I consistently hear in their uh, brand new to golf and what is it and curiosity and all that stuff is, do I have to play by the rules? And I have no idea what the rules are. My first thing is, as I say, Rules, schmools. <laughs> and they all of a sudden go, oh, okay.
4: I like this guy. I
5: think I like this guy already. <laughs> right? Right. Yep. Now all of a sudden, they're, they're interested because they're not put off by the first um, authority figure that they talk to. Right. Has basically just said, we don't care about no stinking rules. <laughs> as you and I like
4: to say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the the guys that you play with when you're a beginner that become sticklers for the rules and they do that only to be mean. Uh, you know, yeah. go, oh, you're out of bounds. That's that's a two-stroke penalty. And, uh, you know, you got to go back to the tee and do it again. And, and boy, you might as well just pay me for this hole right now. You know, that kind of thing. And.
5: Yeah, I, I agree that i I disagree with them doing it i agree with what you're saying
4: yeah yeah they they do it just to be jerks you know they do it because they can uh those are guys you don't want to play with anymore you know yeah just
5: because they just made you they just made you feel like garbage for why
4: yeah for no reason yeah what's the point of that you know and it you don't have to take yourself or anyone else seriously on a golf course. See, that's one of the the um, attitudes that this game kind of creates: is that it's very serious. One must be quiet. One must be uh, very diligently planning what to do, and one must must concentrate. and And you need to be totally quiet so I can concentrate because it's very important. And this is a very serious game, and it takes an awful lot of Talent and, and concentration and, and you have to know what you're doing to do it well. And, and, and I'm getting nervous and I'm tight and I think I don't want to do this anymore. And that's, I mean, that's crap. It is one of the funnest games in the world. You do it outdoors. Okay. You're, you're in nature. You're having a good time. I mean, you can drink beer while you're doing it. (laughs)
5: you know not only can you drink beer while you're doing it but you can actually laugh joke play music have a good time with it. yes because it all doesn't have to be this what you what you mentioned where you know somebody's getting all let's say stiff and uppity yeah i mean you know it doesn't have to be anything like that you know like okay thurston i got you yeah um you know judge smells that way at all
3: or whatever, yeah.
4: you know, the guys walking around with the sticks up their butts, you know? No, um,
5: yeah, you're right. It just, those things just don't have to be that way. You no,
4: know, and those guys ruin it for everybody, you know? The guys who want to take they it seriously, you. you know? don't take yourself, that's probably rule number one for enjoying the game is don't take the game too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. And if anybody that you're playing with starts to give you crap about rules or what you should do, don't take them too seriously. In fact, don't hesitate to look them in the eyes and say, listen, I'm here to have fun. Shut up. Yeah. And play the yeah, game. It just, it's just not that hard. No, no. Like, what, what did you say? You say the said game, the game's not hard. It's just being good at it that's hard.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's a certain level where people look. Basketball is also not hard. Right. Until you try to become good at it.
3: Right. Yeah.
5: Right? And then you start competing with others to find out how good you are versus them or, or can you play at a higher level kind of thing. At that moment, basketball becomes hard to play. Mm-hmm. Right. Hard to play. Well, golf's the same. There's, there's plenty of time for people to enjoy themselves and learn to play and have a great time. And then there's time for people to start to go, all right, now I'm trying to play well. At that point, golf becomes harder Right, because then you're trying to learn to enhance certain skills And then it switches from being a game to a sport. Mm -hmm. And I'm a fan of both. Right. But first, I think everybody, 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 everybody should experience golf as a game first.
3: Well put.
5: But But the people who start and then all of a sudden they're trying very hard to make it a sport right away. I really, really, really wish that they wouldn't do that to themselves because they've been at that moment lost what you could have, which is a big pile of
4: fun. Mm -hmm. Lots of fun.
5: Because then they beat themselves up about stuff when they could just laugh. Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't have to get nervous. What we're going to do in the next segment here is we're going to uh, delineate some of the Basics that you need to know in order to navigate the game of golf um, correctly without casting aspersions upon yourself or embarrassing yourself or, or, or getting yourself in trouble with some of the people you're playing with. We're going to do that right. when we come right back. We got all those weekend golf guys hanging out with us. Do you use golf for your business? Should you use golf for your business? Would you like to use golf for your business? Back 9 Advisory Board on Facebook. Go there. It's absolutely free. Join now.
6: No more mold. No more damage. No more outdated old bathroom. No more slipping and hurting. No more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower. New door. New tub. New wall. New anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-840-4588. BCI Bath and Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 colors save $1,500 on a never clear glass treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-840-4588 call bci bath and shower the leader in bathroom remodeling be smart safe and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options call 800-840-4588 love your bathroom with free upgrades call 800-840-4588 that's 800-840-4588
2: at vanguard you're more than just an investor you're an owner That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks?
4: And we are back those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Golf can be intimidating for the first time for a beginner. It's kind of scary. Sometimes one, one of the intimidating factors, man, is equipment. You know, we, we have preached that it works so much better if you have your, your golf clubs fitted to you, no doubt, but getting golf clubs fitted. I mean, it's, it's the same as uh, what's the word that's cool. now? Bespoke. If you go in and get a bespoke suit built for you from scratch, a custom tailored suit fitted to you, it's going to be expensive. Yes. And so is a fitting and buying uh, golf clubs from a fitting expert. I mean, it's going to cost, it's, it's going to be pricey. It is. That turns a lot of people off. I mean, it's not that you have to do that. I just stumbled upon a golf company. It's a new golf company. I'm not going to give you their name because I'm not going to advertise for them. They are named after a bird. They concentrate on new golfers, beginning golfers. They have clubs. They have woods. They have irons, wedges. They basically have a group. You can you can buy a driver. You can buy a group of two fairway woods. You could buy uh, two clubs, a, a sand wedge and a putter. And you can buy a set of five irons. Or you can buy an entire beginning set of nine clubs. Uh, They do what maybe you and I did when we first started. When I was a kid, I bought a set, not a junior set, but an older set. It had a three, five, seven, nine. That's all it had. It had no even numbered irons in it at all. Their set comes with no three. It's a five, seven, nine, and a wedge for their iron group. And then the putter and a sand wedge for, you know, that. And then the driver and a fairway wood. So it gets a total of nine clubs and a bag to begin with. And it's like 500 bucks for everything, which is not a bad price point to get into the game. No, You don't have to pay 50 bucks a dozen for golf balls, especially when you start. Sometimes your shots are going to be better if you hit the, you know, the top rocks as we call them affectionately.
5: Yes, that's right.
4: You know, you don't need the soft covers, the spinning rates and all that kind of stuff to begin with you. You want to be able to hit the ball a distance and that's it. So, don't be intimidated by the cost of clubs. Don't think you have to start from the top.
5: And you also don't have to buy new ones.
4: Exactly Exactly right. Right. Yeah.
5: There's a ton of places that you could click online. You could find a great deal on something and get into the game pretty inexpensively so you can have something and you can make something work well. And if you do that, you just haven't ripped apart your budget and then if you start at a place like i mentioned before like the local municipal golf courses they're not overly pricey
4: and the rest of the equipment too the the clothing golf shoes these days they look just like tennis shoes nobody's they
5: do, but they have much better ground gripping
4: oh yeah they do um,
5: characteristics
4: but i'm i'm talking about people who who don't want to commit a lot of money to the game especially if they don't know that they enjoy it enough to play it consistently guys don't want to go out and invest all kinds of money in the shoes and the clothes and the clubs get yourself some used clubs get yourself wear, wear tennis shoes yeah your feet may slip a little bit and if you find that you love the game and you can't hit the ball as well because your feet are slipping then go get some golf shoes that have a better grip you know you can always improve but if you spend a lot of money and decide that this is crap i'd rather go bowling than you know You've, you've made a, a investment that will not pay off because the depreciation of golf clubs is reflected in how much less expensive the used ones are than the new ones. Planned obsolescence is premier in the golf business. You're going to find new clubs coming out every 6 to 12 months. Last year's clubs aren't really less superior to this year's clubs. They are just substantially less expensive once this year's clubs come out and replace last year's. So, you know, buying a, a six-month-old model or a 12-month-old model is not going to hurt your game. That's what I'm trying to say.
5: Okay. It's absolutely not going to hurt your game. And people need to, to know that. Yeah. They need to get the point like, okay, this is, doesn't have to be expensive to still be good. Like I said, a three-year-old set of somebody else's clubs, they're still good. Yeah. Two years ago, they're touting that as the latest, greatest thing, and you can't go wrong, and you'll never hit a bad shot ever again in your whole life because you're playing these clubs.
4: The irons that I play were designed and hit the market in 2008, and I, I still swear that they're as good as anything. Well, there may be some stuff better, but I'm not going to spend $1,200 on a new set of irons right now because I'm very happy with the ones I have, which I bought used for 300 bucks and knew they were substantially more expensive than that. You, you don't have to suffer is what I'm saying to play the game. All I would say is make sure that you just buy yourself a couple of polo shirts. Some people may call them golf shirts. If you want to just wear a comfortable shirt with a collar on it, and then you'll never have to worry about being underdressed for the municipal club you go to, or the top of the line private club you've been invited to. Yeah. You have a polo shirt with a collar. You're fine. So Does
5: it have to be clean and pressed. Maybe not pressed. You know, a lot of the shirts we buy today, they're they're basically plastic. They hang well. They don't have to be pressed. If you make sure it's clean, bright colors, you'll always do well. Yep. You won't have to worry.
4: Exactly. I would just say, if you are a beginner, you may want to uh, find a golf buddy. Because showing up to a golf course alone is fine. You can always get a game. You can always show up alone. It may take you a while, but they'll hook you up with, with a group because not everybody shows up with four guys.
5: That's very true. It, you know, And when you, you find out, this is what happens in the, in the world of golf. This is where you find out how nice other people are. And golfers, they all have the same story of pain when they were beginning golfers. Oh, yeah. So they all have a, a, an open heart for... The new golfer that joins their group and they try to make them feel welcome mm-hmm. and they teach them a few things about the social aspects of the game. Right. And you find out how good golf, the game of golf, is because of how the people are. Right. That's a big deal. Right. And you find out that the people are trying to be helpful, then all of a sudden your brain gets to go, oh, This game is not just for stuck up people like I thought
4: it was. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing too is all you have to do when you get in with a group of people and you're a beginner is first off tell them. Just say, listen, I'm new at this. I'm not very good. Please bear with me. And they will. They'll say, Hey, like Jeff was saying, they'll say, Hey, we we started we sucked when we started. We know what it's like. Just don't sweat it. Just don't be slow. Don't hold them up. Yeah. Rule of thumb is when you get to double par, pick up your ball.
5: Pick it up. Pick it up. Yep. So here's a simple thought that I have lived by when I was young and new golfer. You can play with anybody if you do two things. Walk fast, keep your mouth shut. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
4: that must have been hard for you.
5: It was. It was, because I really did walk kind of slowly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, right. That's okay. really what it
5: was. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. See, you were going the other way. <laughs> yes, I was,
4: and Why I'm more accurate than that? are you. <laughs> <laughs> That's
5: true. I actually do have a pretty quick gait, actually.
4: <laughs> and just, just a f- just a few other things too, other than you know, don't don't exceed double par. Self deprecating humor is always good, you know. Um, yeah, to a point. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't don't consistently put yourself down because then it looks like you're just fishing for compliments, but you know, if, if you suck, own it. Okay. And live it, love it. Okay. Cause denying it's not going to get you anywhere. But the other things too, is keep in mind, fix, fix what you break. You know, if, if you take a, a swing at a ball and you got more turf than you got ball, well, okay, you can laugh at it, but don't ignore the turf. Go get it and yeah, put it back. Go fix it. And, yeah. You
5: know, that will go a long way with your fellow competitors. Or I don't want to say competitors, the people you're playing with. Right, It'll go a long way because they are experienced players and what they don't like are inexperienced players who don't take care of the golf course. Right. If you are inexperienced, but you're taking care of the golf course, they like you so much better because you're conscientious yeah. and you're trying to to do the right thing for to, to the golf course.
4: And the You're other trying. thing you are. And the other thing is greens. Greens are so important because they are so fragile. They're so important to the game, yet they break so easily.
3: Yeah.
4: And once a green turns, there's nothing you can do to bring it back quickly. So, you know, you could be personally responsible for ruining a green on a golf course by just treating it, Badly. A few things. Don't, don't scuff your feet. Pick your feet up when you walk. Okay. And the other thing is when you hit a ball in the air and it lands on the green, it's going to make an indentation. If it's spinning, it may even tear up some of the turf on the green. It's of the utmost importance that you fix those. And a lot of times those are not close to where your ball winds up on the green. It's back where your ball first hit the green. So try to pay attention to where your ball hit and fix the indentation and learn how to fix those indentations or those ball marks. Yeah. Learn how to yeah. fix them properly.
5: Yeah. Please do not try up the center. Yeah. And people are like, what, huh? What height we need? Don't try up the center. The, the center is the low part. We got to make it high again. No, no, no. Wait, 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 Center. Yeah." You're ripping the roots out of the grass. You yeah. basically pummeled it into the ground. What we're not trying to do is rip it out. Yep. Yep. That's what we're trying to not do. We're not trying to rip, we're trying to pry it back to vertical. So you stick
4: it in the sides. Yeah. And, then, and then, pat, then you try it back to vertical. And then and pat it down. So and, much better.
5: Yeah. yeah, Pat it
4: down. Pat it down, make it look like it never happened. All right. Yeah. Uh, when we come right back, we will probably give you what I think is the most important element for a new golfer to know and to live when they start playing golf. And we will do that in just a little bit. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang out with us. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golfguys.
7: If you still haven't gotten a golf trip on the calendar this year, there is still time to make it happen at French Lick Resort. This is the only place you can play courses by Pete Dye and Donald Ross together at the same property. You can play both championship courses through October 31st when you book the Hall of Fame package. Golf season lasts well into the fall in southern Indiana. Go to FrenchLick.com to start planning. Again, that's FrenchLick.com.
6: Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT.
5: Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-4051. That's 800-705.
1: Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
4: And we are back. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. You are still with us. You are new. If you are a new golfer and you are intimidated a bit, one of the things that's going to intimidate you and is probably the most important thing is don't be intimidated by the tee boxes. There are multiple tee boxes for every hole on every course, and they are set up to make it easier for you vis-a-vis your ability with the game. If you're playing with some guys who are very young, very arrogant, very athletic, and they decide they're going to play from the tips, don't let them intimidate you into playing from the tips because you will not have any fun.
5: And honestly, neither will they. Right. They won't, they think they're going to do it, but what's going to happen is that they're putting someone in the position to fail. And yet they're going to wait around while you fail in front of them. Mm-hmm. And then they're not going to have any fun because they're not going to play at the same pace. You're going to take more shots. Right. They don't want to watch you take all those shots. So because of that, Play from the place that it's the easiest for you to succeed from all the time. And almost every single time that is going to be a shorter golf course. Yes. You don't have to just go out there and think as a new golfer, oh my gosh, I have to go hit a long straight drive here every time. That's a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. It makes golf no
4: fun. That's, that's what turns people off and intimidates people is the lack of fun. They go, why, why am I doing this to myself? You know, Why, why do I come yeah. out here just to frustrate myself? Why do I get angry? Why do I allow myself to play a game that makes me this mad? And, and that's just because you're playing it from from an area that you don't have the ability to play from. I mean, we have we have all been been behind the group of guys who play from the tips or even the blue tees, and they've when got they no they haven't got no business doing that. They play slowly. They they tie up everything. Uh, I mean, if you have absolutely no chance of getting on a green in regulation, which is one shot for a par three, two shots for a par four, and three shots for a par five, if you're consistently taking more than that, then you're playing too far away. Yeah. Move up, and if you move up to the quote unquote red tees, I played at a golf course. The tips were red, right? Because a lot of people think red tees—that's the ladies' tees. No, they're the forward tees. They're the forward tees. So don't let people say, "Well, those are the ladies' tees." You know, you're going to wear a skirt, Alice? Uh, you know that? Yeah. That's, you know like, that's yeah, that's come on. That's crap. Pick an area that that you feel comfortable playing from, and play from that area. And if everybody else is not playing from it, that's fine. They'd much rather wait for you to, to walk up a couple of tee boxes and hit than they would wait for you hitting from that tee box your second shot.
5: And taking three more shots per hole because when you play from too far for yourself, for your own level of skill, and you don't hit it that far, then the next shot you hit toward the green has to, have, has to be done with the club that's supposed to travel farther And then generally speaking, you don't hit that as well. Right. And now all of a sudden your second shot is not as good. Then your third shot is still from farther away than it ought to be. And on and on and on we go throughout the day. And all of a sudden this thing called golf doesn't look so fun anymore. This thing starts to look like, okay, you know, like you said earlier, why am I doing this to myself?
4: Right. Exactly
5: make better choices by playing from the place that you really should be playing from. Right. And that place that you should be playing from is a shorter golf course. It just is.
4: and And it's not anything to be embarrassed about. You watch the guys on TV. Yeah. It's 162 yards and he's got his pitching wedge. Well, that's not what, a pitching wedge is supposed to do in the hands of an amateur golfer. That's what that's in the hands of, of one of the 125 best golfers in the world. And it may or may not be the same pitching wedge you have. You may call it a pitching wedge, but it's been totally custom designed for the guy who's swinging it.
5: We wouldn't think that it's such a good idea to imitate and and demand of ourselves the same level of, basketball as we do the nba players we don't even remotely think that we should be that good but yet somehow in golf we hold ourselves to that standard yeah to compare what we see on television we just can't do that to ourselves to say oh i see this athlete on tv but you see since it's such um lackadaisical looking game this endeavor of televised golf it doesn't look overly athletic it doesn't look like oh my gosh look at the amount of speed this guy has in running or jumping or any of this how high can he jump how far can he throw none of that is happening they look like they're like it's just guys in pants walking And then, Mm -hmm. oh, they stop, they swing a club, they chuckle a little bit, they they, they yuck it up with the boys, and then what happens? What do we see then? Well, what we see then is really unbelievable. We watch them, and they look just like us, except they're physically far more fit than we are, but we kind of ignore that. But the, the whole premise of it is that they are trying to just imitate what they see and think that they can hold themselves to that particular standard, which is, as we all understand, as, is a fool's errand.
4: And there's there's another piece of advice I would like to give, not only to beginning golfers, but to, um, let's say, experienced golfers with some sort of a unrealistic attitude toward their own abilities. The golf clubs will basically come with a generic idea of how far the ball should go if you hit it correctly. However, that distance is totally dependent upon your ability to swing the club correctly and to make center face contact with the golf ball, which when you're a beginner is going to happen seldom.
5: I want to take issue with with one word in your sentence there. What's that? You said swing the club correctly.
4: Well, well, Okay. How about
5: effectively?
4: Effectively, all right, much more better. That
5: would, yeah, that's much more better in terms of what we think we have to accomplish. Right, right, right. Yeah, because the the word correct, I, I see this a lot as an instructor. A lot. There's an awful lot of people out there saying, "Did I do this right? What's wrong with my swing?" it's like an epidemic of things that say, well, we must be right. We must be correct. We must be perfect. There is only one correct way of going about this. You know, I I see this a lot in my instruction time with people Mm -hmm. because they consistently go about it in the right and wrong idea, this mentality, but yet, there's so many different ways of being successful and so many different ways of being effective that they they don't really get that,
4: yeah, that's true, yeah,
5: yeah, the,
4: they don't really get it. The caveat they I should. wanted oh go on
5: good they they should get it, but the the trouble is is that they still look at things um in the wrong light and then they hold themselves to this standard of right versus wrong. Oh my gosh, I'm bad because it's wrong. Cause it's not correct because blah, 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 blah right? Right, right. It just goes on and on and on. And it's sad.
4: The caveat so we got
5: to make sure that that doesn't happen.
4: Exactly. The caveat I wanted to throw out to not only beginning golfers, but to uh, experienced golfers who have a little overblown estimation of their abilities. Um, you you're sitting you're you're in a par five. You hit a you hit one hell of a drive, and you're two hundred and forty yards from the green. You've got a three wood in your hand, and you know that if you swing the club to the point where it is going as fast as you are humanly capable of swinging that club. And you make contact with that ball in the center face of that club. And that club is, is perpendicular to your target. So, you know, you're going to hit the ball straight. You know that, yeah, maybe I can get to that green, maybe being the operative consideration. So you sit there, stand there on the fairway, waiting for the group on the green to get off the green. (laughs) <laughs> on the off chance that you hit it perfectly that you execute everything exactly the way it should be executed for the first time in that round probably don't do that you know that the chances of you hitting that ball with a 3 wood 240 yards plus slim to none
5: especially Right after you hit a 183-yard tee shot.
4: Right. <laughs> if you do happen to hit it perfectly, if you do happen to execute every element of that swing to a tee and that ball flies and runs up on the green into the group, apologize. Just say, man, I've Is never, I have never hit a ball that far in my life. I am sorry, but I'm happy at the same time. They yeah. won't care. Sorry, guys. Be, yeah.
5: you're now a witness to the first clean good shot that I've hit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. And they will all get a chuckle out of that because they all know exactly what you're talking about.
4: Yes. They've all done it. Yeah, exactly. So don't yeah. hold everybody up because you know that the added pressure is going, you're going to maybe hit it 20 yards. You're going to top it. You're going to chunk it. You're going to, you're going to throw up a divot that goes farther than the ball goes. Yeah. You know, so. Things are not
5: going to go as well as what you had planned. Yeah.
4: Don't do that. Don't hold people up. It's easier yeah. to ask for forgiveness than to sit there and wait and then look like a fool because, you know, you, you know, you still have three shots before you even get to the green. So don't do that. Okay. True. Uh, it is a temptation. And and Jeff has many, many episodes uh, at thoseweekendgolfguys.com where he's going to talk about total length of your shot from the club, but it's total, excuse me, total length versus carry. Because that's another thing, too. As you say, I a seven iron is supposed to go 150 yards in my hand, and I've got some water. It's 148 yards between me and the green, but there's water from 120 to 140. Yards. Well, that you're going to put that ball in the water because that 150 yards is not all carry. There's a lot of rollout there. Yeah. So use those, those elements in your math when you try to figure out what club and rule of thumb, especially for beginners over club until you no longer have to. Over
5: trouble. That's right. And over club, over trouble. Mm that time all the time if, if you think that you've got a nine iron in your hand and you go i can get this nine iron over that's a dumb thing to think yeah take the eight maybe the seven and nobody always. cares always nobody cares what you've got if you plunk it in the water you just cost everybody else five more minutes yeah They'd rather see you pull out your seven iron and hit it over and hit it on the back of the green as opposed to trying to, you know, smack a nine iron over there and come up in the water and then go, you know, go up, drop your ball, go hunt for it, go fish it around, dig your hands in the water, your club or whatever and rake it at. They don't want to see that.
4: No, no, just move on, move on. Uh Uh-huh. And and the other thing is that, that Jeff will counsel you on many of the episodes that you can catch if you, if you go back and listen to them at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Take the easy shot. Don't try to pull off, especially if you're a beginner. Do not try to pull off a miracle. Do not look and say, hey, there's three feet between those two trees. I can hit this ball between those two trees. No, you can't. Knock it out to where you're, you have no trouble and, to try. and go on, you know. Uh, we're going to yeah. come back and we're going to wrap it up and just just kind of encapsulate the whole idea for beginners uh, when we come right back. Hang out, we are those weekend golf guys.
7: If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks, waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around. Do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity. And an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies. Folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now. 800-589-0470. That's the final expense network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800-589-0470.
4: it is us those weekend golf guys i'm john ashton he is jeff smith i'm in the studio he's in route, and we well i hopefully have have set it out a little bit so that your expectations are such as a beginning golfer that you don't scare yourself it's not as intimidating as you may feel it's not as hard as it may look well let's let's change that it is harder than it looks it is not as hard as as you're going to make it
5: that's true. Don't make this game hard. Yeah, we don't need you to walk around thinking, oh my gosh, golf's a hard game to play. No. no. Golf's an easy game to play. Right. Just make sure that you know that you're trying to keep it as a game- for a while. Yeah. Don't turn it into a sport too soon. And it's, then you'll start to put pressure on yourself that you don't need to do. You don't need any of that.
4: No, you don't. And you don't, you don't need to spend a lot of money to get into it. It's not a hard game to get into. You can buy used equipment. You can, you can buy a couple of collared polo shirts and you'll never be out of place or underdressed. You can buy balls for nine ninety nine for a dozen. So if you do lose them and when you start playing golf, you're going to lose a lot of balls. You don't want to spend a lot of money for your balls because you don't want to have to take a lot of time to look for them. If if you spent four bucks on a ball and you hit it in the woods, you're going to go into the woods and look for it. If you spend, you know, eighty-seven cents on a ball and you hit it into the woods, it's like, oh well, let's just drop one and move on, which the people you're playing with would really appreciate.
5: They would. One last thing to say is you're new, learn to take lessons from somewhere, somebody, yes. whether it's from golf.com or whether it's from a local person. As long as you know that your source of information is credible, learn about it. Right. Don't just act like you automatically know all the things that make it work because the people who will just start spouting things off at you They may or may not be, most likely not, uh, be a credible source of information that will actually help you. Learn the game before you start to get into some terrible habits. Learn what to do. Learn how to do it. There's plenty of great information out there.
4: And let me tell you some of the best information and in, in, in a guy who can talk you into a much better game. Just by listening to him at ThoseWeekendGolfGuys.com, Jeff Smith is going to make you a better golfer. So check it out, ThoseWeekendGolfGuys.com. You can check us out Facebook.com slash golfguys, Jeff SmithGolfinstruction.com. If you want to get a little one on one help from the man, do that. So, beginners. Don't spend a lot on equipment. Don't worry about playing really well or looking really good when you first start. Just go out and play some golf.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor, you're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.
1: If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know, kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love because you're the long distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex/ you know. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends.